Welcome to Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators with Jordan Donnell. This is a safe place to learn about women's health and sexual wellness. I'm your host, Jordan Donnell, physician assistant, women's sexual health educator, and intimacy coach. On today's episode, we have a special guest here to talk about how to pick a vibrator. There are so many options and knowing where to start or maybe what to add to your collection can be really overwhelming. So I'm really excited to have our guest here today to tell us a little bit more. This is our second episode in our love month series about masturbation and sex. If you haven't yet snagged your top foreplay tips, be sure to go to foreplay.vaginasvulvasandvibrators.com to get my top tips, including some ideas for what to try this Valentine's Day. On today's episode, we have Ashley Cobb. Ashley Cobb is the millennial microphone for women of the world seeking to find and give their partners ultimate pleasure and great sex. I found her online via Instagram recently and fell in love with her. She's awesome. I love her personality. I cannot wait for her to share with us today. Ashley Cobb, your favorite friend of filth, is the founder of Sex with Ashley, an interactive, educational, and informational platform based on sexual health, sensual pleasure, and orgasmic tools to make the principal pleasure more like the pleasure placement. As a former educator, Ashley knows all about teaching others. She is the sexpert, leader, and influencer that brings the conversation of women's pleasure to the forefront and crosses generational lines and gender identities to reach men and women everywhere. Ashley spends countless hours experimenting, researching, and trying new positions, toys, and tools to teach the people through social media and in-person experiences. Her entertaining approach for educating others about sex makes her the voice everyone loves to hear. Ashley Cobb holds a bachelor's degree in health promotion and biology. She also studied human sexuality and pleasure at the Dr. Rachel Institute. You can learn more about Ashley's work at sexwithashley.com. With all of that being said, Ashley is joining me today to talk more about vibrators. So welcome, Ashley. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Hi, everybody. So my name is Ashley Cobb. I consider myself like this sexual influencer. So I write, I have a podcast. I do all things sex. I create conversations about sex, particularly about Black women's pleasure. But I talk about any woman's pleasure. But I create conversations around pleasure and I bring those conversations to the forefront. So that's 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 my job. That's what I do. Yes, I love your podcast, Ho and Tell. Definitely have been listening. <laughs> well, thank you. I like it because it gives people the chance to, you know, talk, share, and be anonymous. Cause some people we don't really some people don't really they're not like me. Everyone's not open to sharing the crazy parts of their sex life. You know, so some people want to want an outlet to be able to share, but they don't want everybody in their business. So, well, let's get right to it. I want to talk about picking out a vibrator. Can you tell us about the different types of vibrators available? Yeah, so there are buku types of vibrators. We have vibrate so so a vibrator is something that has a motor in it and it vibrates. 
things that don't have don't vibrate. They're, they're more called like dildos. So you have vibrating dildos, ones that you can insert. You have like rabbit vibrators, which are like for dual stimulation. You have bullet vibrators. You have hands-free vibrators. We have ones that are controlled via smart technology, like with an app. I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, now you have all the ones that are like, they're not really, they're, they're they fall into the vibrators family, but they're more like the suction toys, the womanizer. Those are a category. I've heard great things about those. Yeah. You have like anal vibrators. So there's vibrators just for, you know, you're, you're behind. So there's a, a wide range of vibrators that people can choose from and explore. It kind of depends on what you're looking for and what you wish to accomplish. So how would you know like what type of vibrator to pick? Like why clitoral over dual action? I tell people to go by how you orgasm. Like how do you get your orgasm when you were the partner or if you're just masturbating? Like for me, I don't orgasm for penetration, which is not a thing that I do. I can, but it's like very rare and I have to be really, 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 really like turned on for it to happen. So most of my orgasms come from clitoral stimulation. So I get clitoral toys, like stuff like the rabbit, again, doesn't really work for me because I don't really, it just doesn't work. I mean, I I don't come from penetration. So it's just kind of like, oh, it's there, but it's, you know, it's just there. (laughs) So I stick with what I know works. That's why I tell people to do it. I know some people love the feel of penetration and love, you know, like the the fullness feeling and that really gets them going. So something like a dildo vibrator or something that probably will work for them. And I mean, 80% of women need clitoral stimulation in order to achieve orgasm. So most people are probably looking more at the clitoral side of toys. You're right. What are your thoughts on using different vibrators to try different things to see what people like too? Well, I'm all about exploring, right? Because I feel like you don't know what you like until you try something. I know I don't like nipple clamps. I would not would not have known that had I not tried them. I've tried various types and it's just not my jam. I'm not really a fan of like the suction, clitoral suction toys, and I've tried a lot of those. They're not intense enough for me, but again, I wouldn't have known that if I didn't try it. So you have to try different things. And I think with sex toys, our sex toys are can be expensive. So sometimes it's it's really hit or miss. Like sometimes you buy these toys and it's toys $80, right? And then you get it home and you're totally, totally disappointed. You know, I've had that happen. I've had, you know, toys that people talked about on the internet and it, they get shipped to me for me to try. And then I get them I'm like, oh, I was so excited. And it gets here and I try. I'm like, oh, wow. You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm like this is not what I had in mind. So they're very hit or miss. You can't really, you have to, you have to find what works for you. So if you, if you get discouraged easily, then you probably won't find the toy that works for you. Because I have a whole, like I said, I have a whole lot of toys that I've tried. Wasn't really my favorite. But then there are ones that I know work, like the wands. I like, I love the wand. Some people don't like the wand because the wand is big. It's very, it's a back massager, technically. It's huge. It's it's not that quiet because it's not, it wasn't really made for, you know, bedroom toys. And, but it's very intense. So if you like a lot of direct 
intense stimulation, then that's probably the toy that you probably should get. I like bullets too. The bullets are, they're smaller, but they are direct stimulation. But you wouldn't know what you'd like unless you have to explore the different types of toys. Absolutely. And I know that like my collection, having been a pure romance consultant, I have this massive collection of toys, but there's always like the same one, maybe two that I go for every time. Yeah. Yes. And and speaking of pure romance, I do like, I think it's like the twilight, the ones it's navy blue. It kind of bends. I love that. That is, that is in probably like my top five toys. I probably, my go-to toy that I probably will use all the time is that one. I like that one. That's really good. Yeah. That I like the options with that one. As far as like different materials, what kinds of different materials do toys come in and what materials should you avoid? So toys, we have silicone ones. Those are my favorite because silicone to me feels more skin-like. So I like silicone toys. And then you have like your glass toys, your metal toys. And glass and metal toys are really good for temperature play. Metal, Metal toys to me just seem so sterile. You just seem like I'm like at a hospital type thing. So it just doesn't do it for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, this seems something I should be using in a doctor's office. But they are good for like temperature prey. They're good to use. They're ver- versatile. You also have toys that are, they have wooden toys. I have never used a wooden toy. I tend to stick to either glass or silicone. And it has to be 100% silicone. The kind of like the standard is if you can like open the toy and you can smell like smell it, like the plastic or something, it's probably not body safe and you probably shouldn't use it. If it's something that you can't clean, like if you like if, if it's a toy that you that does not have a motor, you should be able to boil it in water and it not like melt or fall apart. If it's doing that, then it's a toy you shouldn't be using. We kind of talked about like finding the right one. You really just trial and error, try a bunch of them, see what works for you and try more to see what other ones you like, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much how that works. It's trial and error. Everything about sex is trial and error. Even like to down to find the right position. Sometimes even find the right partner. It's trial and error. Even with the partner you have. You have to figure out what works for you guys because some people, there's, there's there's some people you find, you might find in your life and it's just perfect the first time, right? But truthfully, that doesn't happen that often. More times than not, you're going to have to grow and learn and try different things and figure each other out to y'all find the sweet spot. The sweet spot might, you know, might take a few tries. So towards the same way, it's you might find one that you like automatically. And then there's some toys... I've had it happen to me too. Some toys, I had to maneuver it for it to be like in the right position for like, oh, okay, I like it like this. But just out, you know, just placing it, it just didn't work. I had to like find the, the right area. Do you think that everybody should have more than one vibrator? Yes, I do. You always need a backup in case the first one breaks. Yes, you totally need a backup. That's like the best part about rechargeable is that you can recharge them, but you still need a backup because when it dies, yeah, you need a backup. You need a backup. You also have a backup. I have the one I go to often and I don't, and this is me, I don't always, I don't recharge my toys after use. That's probably my thing. I don't know if it's made other people do that. Like I was using this toy, my go-to, and it died. I'm like, oh, shoot. You know, so I had to go find the backup because, you know, if I didn't have a backup, I would have been this SOL. 
So yeah, so yeah, you have to have a backup. Yeah, I'm. I am the same way. I don't keep mine charged. I just charge it when it dies, and then usually I'm upset when it dies. That's how I am too. I gotta get better at that. Absolutely. What other brands or like what brands of vibrators or dildos do you recommend? Womanizer. There, I like of the suction toys. Their t- toys, I think, are the best. And compared to some of the other ones. So if you're going to try, and they have, and they have, I think, five different types, I believe, might be six different types of womanizers that you can try from. So womanizer, Simi Fun, I like their toy, their toys. Fun Factory, I like their toys. Love Honey, I like their toys. I actually, of the, of the, like, the home party sex toys, I like Pure Romance. I like their toys the best uh, in comparison to some of the other companies. I think I also think that while well, I like about Pure Romance, because somebody asked me this, I like that they have a larger variety and more offerings. Like I think they have more toy selection and they have other things, you know, lube and other sensual products that you can buy. Maybe you're not into a toy per se, but you like massage oil or you're looking for, you know, now they have like this whole CBD stuff. Yeah. So they offer a wider range of products. So. Yes. We all know I'm team pure romance over here. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have any other like tips for picking out a vibrator? Okay. So yes, when you put a vibrator, I think you you need to figure out what do you want it for? Is it going to be an individual toy? It's going to be a couple's toy. You want it to be quiet? Do you want it to be able to travel? Do you want it to plug into a wall? Do you want it battery operated? Do you want it to be USB chargeable? Those are different questions you have to ask yourself because those are different toys. So if you want something that's discreet and you can travel easily, maybe like the one that like look like lipstick or the ones, the, the Vaspar necklace vibrate you that looks like a necklace on your neck like those are all be cool because you can get those lipstick one in your purse and go through an airport go anywhere with it no one will know the difference the one that's jewelry same thing you just put on no one really know what it was unless you unless they happen to you know know what it was and then couples is couple toys so if you want something that you can use i think pretty much most vibrators you can use interchangeably on partners like I use a bullet vibrator on my partner who's a man I I use it like either on his nipples with nipple stimulation men like that too or like on balls the scrotum in the perineum area that like that too so I use a, a bullet vibrator for that so I can use that on him and I and, and then they have they, they also have like couples toys where remote control panties but they're like app controlled so now it doesn't now it's like you can put them on and then your partner can control it with the app or a wireless remote so you don't have to like be in the same room per se they can be someplace else i guess it's your your reason for getting a toy is kind of the reason why you need to know which one to pick help that makes sense yeah those app ones i heard that like you can use those across the u.s and they mm-hmm. still work across the world we vibe has one i had i tried theirs years ago i, I wasn't a fan though but i it, it wasn't and it wasn't that i wasn't a fan of that particular model because it wasn't everybody's vulva is not the same so yeah for me you had to do a lot of positioning to get it to you know hit the right spot it was like too long in one spot I'm like you know my clip's not way up there like you know it was, it was just a lot of positioning with that toy but I did like the fact that my partner could use it. They were like, at the time, they lived 
two different states away, but they could use it, you know, all the way in wherever they were. And we could still, we could still have that connection together. So, yeah. What's so interesting too, that you, you bring up the size or like the way the toy is made. Some toys work different for other people. And it's really just like, it may work really great for you. You may love it. I may hate it. Yes. The next one we both may like. The next one, I may love it. You may hate it. It's, it's just very interesting. Yeah. 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 Everybody is different. I don't think there is a one toy fits all. If there is, I haven't found it. And all of our anatomy is very different too. So like our nerve endings, I was having a talk with a, another podcast I was interviewing with recently and She's like, all of my nerve endings are on the left side of my vulva for the most part. And everybody's a little bit different anatomically. Yeah, we are. And that's why I don't like those toys that you have to kind of like fit in you, like kind of like the one, like the we, like the weave out for this one, for example, like it's, it's part of it goes inside and the other part will sit on your clitoris, but everyone is not built the same. So like, how do I know? You know, it's just like everyone's not the same. So how it doesn't fit. It didn't fit me. And now it I, and it was way too much maneuvering. I was like, you know what? I'm going to let this one just pass. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Any other like thoughts about vibrators that you want to throw in there? Get one. I think everyone should have a vibrator. I think some people is still taboo, but I think everyone should have a vibrator. Even men, like they have now, they have male vibrators, like for the penis strokers that are like vibrate or, you know, they're mechanical in some type of way. I think everyone should have a vibrator because, you know, you don't want to, and I think too, you can't let toys intimidate you because toys are made to give you orgasms quicker, faster. So I'm never going to be able to do what a toy can do because it's a toy. It's man-made. You know, I'm never going to be able to do that. And so once you understand like, okay, so I'm not going to be able to get my partner off in 1.5 seconds, it's less intimidating. And then toys, I think, increase the pleasure. They make sex that much better. I still love the the body warmth or of a, of a, of a human, but Using a toy together as a couple can just intensify your your session, I think. Absolutely. What what are your thoughts about incorporating a toy into the bedroom? Like how do you get your partner on board? Because I know like a lot of men are really a lot of the men that I date are not interested in incorporating toys into the bedroom. How do you deal with that? So I'll get a toy and have them use it on me first. So I don't try to use it on them first if they like no. It's a good toy, use it on me, right? And then I let them have all the feels, the fun, whatever. And then, you know, I'll take the toy, it's like, like, like the vibrator. And then I'll kind of like start off using on them, like on their neck and just like moving to their nipples and stuff like that. And they see how good it feels. And then by that time, they're pretty like, all right, whatever you want to do. <laughs> but they already saw that how it worked on me. So they're like, okay, then they do try it with like a non- and that's a non-threatening place. And then they're, you know, they're usually good to go after that. I love it. Well, where can the listeners find you at? So you can find me on all things sex with Ashley. My handle is the same Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the website. It's all sex with Ashley. You make some really good TikTok videos. So I love it. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you talking with me to teach us a little bit more about finding a vibrator and kind of where to start. 
Well, thanks for having me. Oh, you know, I had one more question before we wrap up. How well, and if it's too personal, just let me know. But how old were you when you got your first vibrator? I was in college. So 19, maybe. I got, I got my first vibrator in college. Do you think, what is a good age to start using a vibrator? I want to say, probably want to say like high school because people, women are curious. Girls are curious, right? And especially if you don't really want to go full-fledged into having sex at 17 or 16 or 15 or whatever, I think a vibrator is a good way to introduce pleasure without having to go all of the way. So I say high school. That's kind of what I was thinking. Definitely like college. If you if you aren't lucky enough to have a parent who's like, oh, I'm buying you a vibrator, or if you don't want to buy it yourself, then probably college. I love it. I was just curious, and that's kind of my thought too. I, I was 15 when I got my first vibrator, and my mom was all like, "Let me get you a vibrator so that uh, can use that in the meantime." Yeah, my mom wasn't wasn't that hip. Yeah, so that wasn't happening. <laughs> I had to wait till I got to college and buy my own stuff. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This episode is sponsored by Pure Romance by Jordan Jones, offering top bath and beauty products and relationship enhancement items. In today's episode, we talked about opening act. You can find that on the link in the show notes. Be sure to snag yours today. It's one of the hottest clitoral vibrators out there. By shopping with Pure Romance by Jordan Jones, you are supporting this podcast. Thank you for joining today and continuing to bring awareness to women's health. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss another episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can check out my bio for links to all my pages. Be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Thanks again and see you next episode.